Howdy, neighbors. Ron Hayes, Beef Buzzing with you today. Todd Wilkinson with us again today. We're talking regulatory challenges in just a few moments. Hey, cattle producers, your next Superior Video Livestock Auction coming Thursday, December 1st. It'll be broadcast live on Dish Network Satellite 997 and on SuperiorClickToBid.com. Video auction at 8 a.m. Central Time. 26,775 head will be offered. 4,500 feeder sears, 3,500 feeder heifers, and over 11,000 wing calves. If you'd like to preview the video of the cattle being sold, go to SuperiorLivestock.com or call for more information, 800 422 Where are you getting your fertilizer this year? Just about anywhere you look, it's going to cost more. And you may even find it's harder to get when you need it. It sure would be nice to have a better source of crop nutrients. Believe it or not, you do. It's your soil. Source from Sound Agriculture unlocks more of the nutrients already in your fields, so you can add less fertilizer while getting the yield you're counting on. It's such a solid backup plan, you'll probably find yourself wondering why Source wasn't the plan all along. Visit sound.ag to learn more. President-elect of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, Todd Wilkinson, is a rancher out of South Dakota and feeder operator as well. Wilkinson indicates one of the big challenges for the cattle industry in the days to come, regulatory overreach by the Biden administration. Yeah, and I, I think that's going to be the takeaway from the, the midterm elections. I, I think we're going to see uh, increased regulatory activity. You know, whether it's WOTUS, um, literally the SEC getting involved in trying to uh, dictate things. I would never would have guessed I would have seen in my career uh, the Securities and Exchange Commission trying to get involved to, to say that there needs to be some sort of uh, climate um, dictate that goes all the way to back to the producer. How we get from uh, Wall Street uh, out to uh, that cow-calf operator is, is a major stretch. And what we're seeing is government overreach again and again and again. And now, after the midterms, I think government maybe even gets more dysfunctional. And we really see the challenge coming to the producer as being overreach, whether it's the EPA um, you know, this is the fourth or fifth time uh, we've had WOTUS. You know, we went through this with the Obama administration, the Trump administration, the Biden administration. Now the thing just went up to the Supreme Court and they had arguments in October. You know, we've just asked, asked the Biden administration if you could, if you could stop uh, with your, your policy implementation until we at least know what the Supreme Court's going to say. We're not getting a positive response to that. It appears that The government bureaucrats want to dictate how we have to run our operation, even though they have no clue as to our our environmental footprint and the fact that we're a good uh, solution, not a negative. I guess you have to be a little encouraged on the SEC, the the number of lawmakers that said, "Uh uh-uh, this is inappropriate, even though, you know, that probably won't get across the finish line this year. It it means that there could be some uh, opportunities for Congress to uh, push back on that. Well, I sure hope there is. If you talk about a nonsensical approach to government regulation, you know, you got to wonder how these people even come up with these goofy ideas. Frankly, uh, the Securities and Exchange Commission telling us uh, what to do and how to do it, that, that's simply so far beyond their, their regulatory framework. It's, it's just an example, again, of the Washington Beltway being out of touch with rural America. And sometimes rural America has to be prepared to throw a punch. If I'm anything uh, in terms of my administration, we're going to be prepared to throw a punch and and fight for the producer because 
Uh, I think that's the future we're going to be dealing with, and we need to protect that producer. The days of just taking it are done. Now it's time to deliver the message back hard and fast. You mentioned uh, your administration, your year as president is coming up pretty quick. Uh, uh, New Orleans, February, you'll be uh, stepping into that role at the end of that meeting. What What are your goals? What, what, why, you know, why are you in the officer chairs and, and why uh, or what, what do you want to do on behalf of the industry uh, in 2023? Well, you know, I get asked that uh, question a fair bit is, why are you doing this? You don't get paid anything for doing this. Why, why are you so involved in the industry? And I was raised by a Marine Corps Master Sergeant that told me a long time ago, uh, if you're going to be involved in something, uh, put up or shut up. And and I, I took that to heart as, as as a kid and certainly in my adult career. And because of that, I, I, I firmly believe it's, it's the people in our industry that are prepared to get out and protect themselves and move forward. Um, that's, that's the ones that are going to chart the future. It's not the guys that are going to sit there and, and sit, simply complain at, at the coffee shop because complaining at the coffee shop doesn't do anything. And I'm convinced that NCBA is the, is the tool, the message, um, and has the delivery to be able to, to help the producer out there. I, I um, am firmly convinced that animal disease traceability is a big deal and it's and it's facing us uh, squarely in the face you know I've, I've had a guy tell me well we haven't had foot and mouth since 1929 no we haven't had it since 1929 but it's spread across the the globe right now australia's got it 300 nautical miles off their shore and they're scared to death and with this population that hops on a plane and flies all over the place all it's going to take is something coming in on the bottom of somebody's boots, um, and suddenly we're faced with a, a economic calamity. And unless we bring our animal disease traceability up to uh, the speed of commerce, uh, we're going to get caught behind. So that's a big focus of, of my administration is, is the ability to reduce that cost of doing business, and, and it's going to take some change. It's... Um, it's probably going to take uh, me putting that EID tag in that, in that calf's ear to be able to have my state vet be able to trace back if something happens instantaneously rather than waiting the three, four, five-day uh, time period while our whole economy gets, uh, goes into shambles. Cattle industry leader Todd Wilkinson of the NCBA. You've got the beef buzz on Ron. It's the 41st Annual Oklahoma Select Bull and Female Sales, Saturday, December 3rd, 1 p.m. at the Atoka Livestock Auction. The limousine and Limflex offering will include 60 breeding age bulls and 31 females, pairs and breads. Complete information data will be available on all bulls. View the catalog at AmericanCattleServices.com. For more information, contact American Cattle Services, 580-597-3006. The Oklahoma Select Bull and Female Sale, December 3rd, Atoka Livestock Auction. And that's your beef buzz. Have a good day. I'm Ron Hayes.